This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, goodbye. Hello, welcome along. This is LTID TV from Leicester Till I Die. Welcome along. Uh, I feel like I have hardly been away. That's because I have hardly been away. Uh, only a couple of days ago, I was drowning my sorrows. Uh, and on that point, can I welcome all the Leeds fans that are going to be in tonight, as I am sure there will be many, uh, because they seem to be spending more time on my videos than they have on any Leeds channels. But then again, I guess if I was a Leeds fan, I wouldn't have watched my own channels either. But there we go. But this is the preview. It's the FA Cup. 
one game off the quarterfinals. Thank God we drew Bournemouth away. It means I can go for a game. And um, special guest, we've not had him on for a while. Last time he was on, he was doing a Christmas quiz and he was trying to work out what the postcode to the North Pole was. But we've got him back in. We'll bring him in later. And if you're just wondering why I'm drinking uh, cider live on the show, it's because of Craig. Here we go. And <laughs> we'll say welcome. And we will bring him in. Uh, we'll do this first. Chris does it three hours a day. Want to do it again? Five days a week. Oh, yes. Just for you. I love it. On the Golden Breakfast Show. This is Surrey Hills Radio. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die, independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes Faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Hello, and we're going to say first of all a hello to Nate, who is in. There's good evening, Chris. And then as an afterthought, he has on Craig. But then Craig is, Craig is everybody's afterthought. Say, Craig, well, let's give him his proper name. Uh, those of you that watch this channel regularly know that we've got a... Um, Nickname. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's already started. How many minutes are we in? Four minutes into the show. Three of those were adverts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. YTV seven and a half. Um, yeah. No, well, no. You, you see, you think I'm going to say Paddy, don't you? And I'm going to say, no, no, no. We have a new, we have a new nickname for you, Mister Penishead. How are you doing? I'm very, very well, thank you, Chris. Um, I don't know what to actually say, you know. Um, no, it's, I'm, no, it's, it's wife. What did you do with me? It's your good lady. <laughs> I mean, oh, she was dear. apparently drawing pictures of penises on the on the whiteboard before we came live. What I can say is the most the most upsetting thing was that she was using you as a stencil. I really, <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Chris. I really did not need to see that. I have said that. I had to have the I had to have it on extra large screen so I could see it. <laughs> Good evening, oh, Craig. How the devil are you, sir? I'm very, very well. And I'd like to say, you know, before I say hello to all the Leicester fans, hello to all the Leeds fans that are here. <laughs> um, Talking of which, there's one. Easy. How you doing? Excellent. Welcome along, mate. Well, that, Banter aside, I just want to say, banter aside, mate, look, you beat us. Well done, mate. We're still six points ahead. So um, we are still the best team in the league at the moment. And I will do that at the moment. But no, look, you beat us. Well done, mate. Uh, And this gentleman has come in from Bournemouth site, uh, untitled 893. Um, what happened I'm to the other 892 in Titans? <laughs> <laughs> He's one of yours. He's one of yours. Don't blame me. Um, but look, it's nice to have you back on. Um, tell everybody where they can find you, sir. So you can find me on Up the Cherries in All Departments, UTC IAD. It's the home of, um, well, Harry Redknapp's come on a lot. Uh, Professor Brian Cox, we've had on. Who else have we had on? Um, Damon Minchella, we've had Peter Hooten from the farm. Chicken so, head, let's just get chicken head. Chicken head, can't forget chicken head. Oh. Um, yeah, 
So, yeah, that's where you can find us. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Spotify. If you don't want to look at my face but want to listen to me, you know, you can do that. You know, it's entirely mm. up to you. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. Well, but... talking about floating a boat, we are so lucky to have you now because, of course, you are a famous media star. You did spend um, yes. a, recent, a recent day at the sun. Now, personally... I thought they'd got rid of page seven, fella. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Um, they they have, they have, but <laughs> went on to the tapping, um, which you know, don't worry, that's not anything on Pornhub. Um, the tapping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen what your missus was drawing? <laughs> just about sums it up, mate. <laughs> And it, oh. I believe you mean not a mixer one either. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I said about keeping this show on point? That's gone out the window straight. Away. Oh, honestly, it has, hasn't it? It's just like I, I'm surprised you haven't done this yet. <laughs> there we go. He's done it. He's done it exactly the same time. Oh, for crying out loud! Do you know what? I love coming on here. You know, why did you ever have to get relegated? Well, I don't know. I can give you Brendan's number. Yeah, uh, exactly. Catch him while he's still at Celtic. He might not be there much longer, of course. <laughs> but no, there is there is a link to um, there is a link to Craig's channel in the description below. Um, so um, for any Leeds fans that want to go and give him some some grief, oh, uh, look, Leeds fans, Leeds fans, I tell you what, there is one video that you might enjoy, um, and Leeds fans will know the channel, the Square Ball. It is the leading Leeds United um, fans show. But we've had uh, Dan Moylan from the Square Ball on several times, and. Of course, earlier on in the season, and I'm sure you're going to ask me about Bournemouth, I come out with probably one of my least, you know, well, genius moments. Let's just say that. Of course, Andoni Iriolo, it was all going to ship. You know, we got beat by Everton, and I was like, this isn't going to work. So who should we get in? I looked, and I thought, American owner. Tyler Adams, Sinistera. There's some links with Leeds there. Why don't we get Ted Lasso in? Uh, <laughs> Jesse Marsh. Um, and I suggested it. I spoke to Dan Moylan, and um, yeah, he pretty much told me that I was being uh, absolutely fucking ridiculous. I think I think we both we both um, dodged a bullet when he uh, he didn't join our club. Yeah, but I was suggesting him. I was suggesting him as a viable option, Chris. You was turning well, around you, and saying you, no, I wouldn't want him with a barge pole. But but you 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 have your hand up a cow's ass most days. You've got yeah. your wife drawing pictures of your penis on you on you on your dining room wall. I mean, whatever you, whatever you get up to on your side, I don't believe it. But look. But I tell you what, what was quite funny is, you know, just before we move on, um, Ted Lasso last week, watched him on um, Sky Sports. And have you ever listened to him talk? And he's talking about the corner bear. Yeah, Jesse Marsh. Yeah. And it was like the red zone. The red zone. He's going on about, and you know, um, and I thought none of these terminologies actually exist in football. 
He's just, in fact, he's really clued up. He's talk, he, he knows his stuff, but he just uses these Americanisms. It's just like, yeah, the red zone is not a thing. Nobody understands it. Oh, did anybody just understand what Craig said at all? Because he, he completely lost me. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't listening. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, uh, but look, uh, I'm just, uh, let me just need to. Um, why do people always message you when you're live? Um, but look, we, we, we are here to discuss a game. Yes. And that is one that we've got coming up tomorrow night. And I have actually managed. To get tickets for, hey! Look at that! Um, you 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 gave us another two two areas, quite, which I, I think we I think we've probably got more 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 area than uh, than uh, the vitality can can hold. Um, <laughs> so what they haven't told us is that you know, we're all sat outside in the car park with a big screen. But you know, apparently, in fairness, thanks very much. You have got. Um, uh, 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 been generous enough to give us extra. Whether that's because it's an FA Cup, I don't know. Um, but I've got to ask the most important question ahead of this game, and I, I wasn't sure whether to bring this up or not because it could be a very, very sore point. But hopefully, you've got some cream. Oh, but can I ask, cream. how are your cherries? <laughs> because oh. looking at your new, possibly your new uh. bag. This, they look to be very red and sore. Yeah, this, this. Um, I now mean, your current is, badge, everybody doesn't understand because he's not going to head that ball. Is <laughs> that ball's just going to go behind him? Yeah, but at least it's got a meaning. At least it's you know, it's Tommy Heffernan heading the ball. You know, is that is what Tommy Heffernan heading the okay. ball. Um, and you know, whereas. The new logo, I saw it and I was like, no, because Michael B. Jordan was wearing, you know, a top, you know, and with the logo on and it was in just white. And I thought, oh, that looks all right. But the more I look at that, do you know what that looks like? Pub team. Well, that looks like a pub team logo. I'm sorry. Said it looks like a cider logo yeah it's it's just i just don't like it the good thing is is jim frivola has come out and said that this is not replacing our existing logo the existing logo is staying yeah. this is just for merchandising and things like that there is um michael b jordan is actually going to be um developing a new shirt so Adonis Creed is going to be making a new shirt for us. What that's going to look like, I don't know, don't know. But you know what um, it reminds me of, and you're you're old enough to remember these. You remember you used to get those two hard plastic ball things, and you used to do that, and they'd go together and yes, yeah, and yeah. It does remind me of that. Very painful. Um, yeah, but uh, but no, I just saw that and I thought. Really, but like you say, I've seen on Talk Sport today he's, he's come out and said it's not going to happen. Which yeah, means he was thinking about it, but saw the backlash and decided not to. I've seen a lot of comments about it, and um, you know, my favorite one was that it looks like a pair of bollocks. Um, but you know, it's <laughs> we've covered everything here, haven't we? Could, could, could um... we ask your wife if she <laughs> confers with that? <laughs> 
because oh, there's three geez. there. No wonder, no wonder you'd be well, walking Well, I'll tell you what, somebody's got a problem, haven't they, if it was that. Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, let's yeah, get on to the game. We'll, we'll, problem, leave, we'll leave Bournemouth bollocks um, where they deserve to be left. Uh, Want to talk this man with you. Yes. Um, I mean, I know you were a big fan of uh, of his predecessor, who's yep. not doing a bad job at Wolves at the moment, Gary Neal. Mm-hmm. And, of course, our memories of Gary Neal was he wasn't even confirmed as manager yet at Bournemouth, and he managed to outthink Brendan Rodgers, which, to be honest with you, towards the end wasn't bad. You know, a three-year-old could outthink tactically Brendan Rodgers. Uh, but what, what, what do you think of your manager? Right, long long story. So, is it well? Is there any other sort with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you the whole story. So, when um, Gary O'Neill was sacked, firstly, I was angry, shocked. I asked the question, "Why the hell did we do that?" Um, <laughs> the kid, he's so talking. <laughs> Um, I'm most most interested (laughs) so yeah Gary O'Neill was sacked now the thing was was I was really really naffed off by that Um, Mm. as a big Gary O'Neill fan um, a lot some of our fan base were ridiculous and stupid towards Gary they said he was a PE teacher there was clown logos Um, you know he's proving all those idiots wrong anyway but um, Andoni Iriola was announced the following day, I think it was. Was it the same day? I think it was the following day. Quite quick, wasn't it? Oh, crikey, yeah. It all merged into one. Now, initially, I thought, you know, because Jesse Marsh was being mentioned, I thought, no, I don't want Jesse. Not at that time, anyway. Um, (laughs) Say no more about that. Um, Frank Lampard, Stephen Gerrard, I thought, you know. You know, luckily, Stephen Gerrard was more tempted by Saudi Arabia. Um, and then Antonio Iriola come in. And I thought, right, OK, this makes sense because this man has done a very, very good job at Rayo Vallecano. I know a little bit about Spanish football and I knew he was there. And, you know, before the season even kicked off, I spoke to a number of people, Rayo Vallecano fans, uh, fans of La Liga, and also this was what quite a coup. But you know, it's a video that has probably gone under the radar because I had to narrate it because the gentleman Mikhailek Sari can't speak very good English. You know, to be fair to him, and I'm sure he won't won't mind me saying that. But he is the Basque national team, Basque country country national team manager now of course um they're not recognized by fifa but they are you know a very very good team and of course iriola played for them zavi played for them um there's uh, zavi alonso there's a lot of players that have played under michael Sari. and what he said really excites me and why i mentioned that i'll come back to it so the season kicked off and Initially, I thought, right, okay, you know, we seem to be a lot, we're playing this sexy football. We're playing really, really attractive football. Um, And it just didn't gain results. You know, we got a draw against Chelsea, draw against West Ham. There were certain games that shocked me. Um, We was 1-0 up against Brighton. They equalised. 
a cock up between Kirkes and Neto at the back. And then tell me how you do this, Chris. 16 seconds from your own kickoff, you concede a goal. And how that was, was it was hoofed into the far corner and it just comes straight back. Brighton broke at such pace. Um, then we played Arsenal at home, completely fell apart there. And then the worst performance so far of the season um, was against Everton. Uh, to be honest, it's got to be up there with that performance against Liverpool, where um, Scott the Bin Man Parker got sacked. And it was Everton, you know, fans sang about it like they were world beaters, but they were shit. We were just shitter. Um, and I just turned around at that point and said, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Thankfully, thankfully, I'm not a CEO of a football club. I'm not the one that makes decisions. Because if I was, I probably would have sacked Andoni Iriola and what happened next wouldn't have happened um, where we went on this fantastic run. He changed it up, you know, went a bit more direct. Don't get me wrong, I, I've liked Iriola throughout because, you know, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's honest. He's up front. But I've got to be honest, I didn't think it was going to work. At, against after that Everton game and probably against Wolves as well. Um, and then he went a bit more direct. And I think, you know, by him adapting, he's shown that his style can work in this league. And, you know, I'm absolutely delighted for him. And actually, I think he's a manager now that shows he can get the best out of these players. And, didn't even realise because there was a lot of talk that he was and wasn't going to bring over his assistant, you know, which was, it was all about work permits and things like that. That didn't happen um, in the end. So Andoni, you've got to say, has done a very, very good job. And thank, thank God that the football club didn't listen to yours truly here, Chris. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Did you that's like a... that? that? That was a whole complete picture, Chris, wasn't it? That was. That was. That almost lasted as long as the season. Yeah. <laughs> <But> no... <laughs> it, do you know what? It's like one of those stories. You know, have you ever watched, you know, um, like something like Three Men and a Baby, you know, where it starts off and, you know, you think, oh, they've, they're completely incapable and then they all get it together and you know raise this fantastic you know young woman you know and there we are that, that that's the sort of story you could paint this part of the story as, on about now i don't know i'm trying to i'm trying to say it's a hollywood story i'm trying to Create something out of completely and utterly fucking nothing here. <laughs> well, well, like I say, I think we might have time for one more question. Um, it's a bit uh, more exciting that way, though, isn't it, Chris? You know, if no, I turn I, around, I jest, I jest. Anyway, I get a chance to talk now. <laughs> Who's this bloke? <laughs> it's, it's my show. I thought I might say a few words. No, look, you know, you know, I'm, I'm I guess. I know, I know. Um, Enzo, I mean, yes, you. Well, different for us with Enzo because 
he came in completely left field. We'd been linked with like the Gerards, the you know the the Jesse Marsh, the Cardigan Man, um, and um, sorry, you wanted him really. Super Scotty Parker. <laughs> you know, we can't. I would have been happy um, with the guy that was there when we went down. I've forgotten his name. I'm that impressed with him. Um, but he's now gone <laughs> off to America. But look, this guy was complete left field. And I thought yeah. it's a brave decision. It can go one way or the other. And, um, you know, he's, he's only ever been a number one for 12 matches. And that was in Palmer, and that didn't go well. But he'd won won the Premier League B or whatever it is with Man City Youth. He, you know, he was a he was a Pep disciple, and Pep must get fed up with getting assistant managers who then leave to go to other clubs. But I thought, well, look, it's exciting. It was what we needed at the time because it was exciting. And yes, there was those questions about him, but also, you know, we were like, it was that buzz six days before he'd signed for us. He was holding the Champions League trophy aloft. And so what it gave us, having just got relegated, was that buzz and that excitement. And I think that's what we needed as a club. What he has achieved so far, and I know Leeds fans are going on about the fact that they beat us and Coventry is still doing their open-top bus tour because they beat us. Um, <laughs> you know, but look, you know, we, we, with the, out of the three, we were the biggest name from recent history, I'll say, and I'll say recent history to come down. So I do get it. Um, where, where he's taken us, top of the league, we've only lost six or, or... And it's a difficult league. Anybody can beat anybody. Just look at where I am in the prediction league. I got two points at the weekend. That's how bad I am. Uh, because anybody can beat anybody. So what he's done is absolutely amazing. Um, whether we go up as champions is to be seen. I think we will go up. I think it'll be us and Leeds that go up. Sorry, Southampton. That will please you, obviously, though, Craig. Um but he's just been amazing. It really, really has. He's come in. We got rid of the Deadwood. And sometimes I said to you, because obviously I was on your channel just before we came here, you need to take a step back sometimes <laughs> to take a couple of steps forward. It's happened with yourselves when you went down. Um, and we got rid of a lot of the Deadwood. But he's just come in. He's playing a different style. Some fans think it's boring. If, if, if this is boring football and we're top of the league, six points clear, and only lost six games all season, bore me to death, please. You know, um, mate, you'll win it. But... You'll win the league all day long. Yeah, I no. can't see you not winning the league. I can see you getting that points record, to be perfectly honest. I, I can't, to be honest with you, because being a Leicester fan, I know how, you know, nobody can shoot themselves in the foot like, like Leicester can. But look, we, we, we will see. We will mm. see. But look, um, this is sort of your season. Um, yes. uh, you've kind of not, you, you've been in trouble a bit. You were sort of seven, eight games in there. You're in the bottom three. Uh, but yeah. you were 15th last season, um, which was very good to say that you hadn't cheated like Everton and Forest. So well done. Not finishing. <laughs> cool. Did I say that out loud? Um, talk us through your season so far. Well, I've already said a bit of it. Um, yeah. To be honest, it's, it doesn't paint the whole story because I think, you know, on a normal season, you know, where it shows Brighton, Arsenal, Everton, Wolves, that run of games, we would have been slap bang bottom of the league. 
Um, to be honest, it's only because the bottom two are that atrocious this season um, that we're not at that point. Um, I think that, you know, the start, like I say, was very, very slow. You know, we went to Liverpool. Liverpool, to be honest, that game wasn't that bad. That wasn't too bad at all. That was the day I was flying out to Abu Dhabi, actually. Um, and the Spurs game wasn't too bad. See, we was playing attractive, sexy football throughout that period. You know, we drew mm-hmm. against Brentford. You know, we drew against Chelsea. You know, there was the football looked like it was working, but then there was those four terrible defeats before that Burnley game. Ever since the Newcastle game, though, you know, things have just elevated and never did I think that I would see Bournemouth go up to Old Trafford and it wasn't just oh yeah let's you know sneak a win against Man United it Mm. was let's go up there dominate them play them off the park it was just a joy to watch an Mm. absolute joy to watch Um, so I'm happy with this season how it's gone we're not looking behind us um to be honest it's a probably an easier season to stay up than it was last season because the three teams that have come up probably with the exception of Luton Town in a way are not very good at all Luton are fighting have they got the quality I still think they might not I still think you know Forest Everton I think Brentford could get pulled into that as well mm. um, this season. And, but, you know, how we're doing at the moment is excellent. And, well, that's... That, that is your home form there or based on the last six games. Uh, and, you know, you, you are seventh well, in the league. Um, you know, you've won three, drawn two, um, won one. I mean, you know, you've got 11 points. Arsenal have got 15 on the last six. Tottenham and Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea above you. But there's some big names under you as well. Um, You're going to be safe. I said this earlier on your show. You are definitely going to be safe. And at the end of the day, Mm. you know, we have to... You have to think that, yeah, what we did was amazing. And we've got the trophy there and everything. But... It, it, I can't see it happening again, to be honest with you, like like that. But no, you, I you, think you it's know, very difficult. You, you never know. But you know, for and and I don't, I don't think of Leicester as a big club. Still, I really, really don't. You're um, bigger than us. <laughs> well, it, it's relative, isn't it? You know, compared mm-hmm. to Rochdale, we, we we're rich, but compared to Manchester City and Newcastle, we're not. We're in that sort of middle middle yeah. thing. But um, you know, on, on recent on recent years, but. You know, I know when we came up under sort of Martin O'Neill when we were finishing ninth and tenth and around that, that's as much as I think you can hope for. And I think if you're if you're staying up, and yes, okay, so you know there are Burnley are gone. Sorry, Dan. Um, Sheffield United are just imploding. The players are fighting each other on the pitch. Yeah, the third place depends whether Nottingham Forest and Everton get any you know get any point deduction for their other. Uh, digressions. Uh, we know obviously they've got some points back, Everton. Luton at least have put in a fight up of it. So that makes your job easy. But if you stay up, that's another season you can build on because you've got still got some money uh, from staying up. 
and that's what you've got to look at isn't it yeah exactly and um i understand ffp they're doing a little bit of reset as well so that will hopefully fingers crossed make things a little bit easier for us moving forwards um just going back to that form table you bring that up um but when tucking into now tucking into turkey on christmas day we were top of the form table and Mm. it's it's remarkable considering before that we were languishing down the bottom, you know, week on week. You know, that, like I say, that Everton game, you compare that against the Man United game, and there was literally all of two months in it. Um, yeah, probably about two months in it. I think, you know, it is a whole polar opposite. You wouldn't even think it's the same side playing. Um, Iriola has got it together. You know, instead, and I'll tell you how he's got it together. Instead of passing slowly, you know, keeping hold of the ball, but not going anywhere with it. He's part, he's playing the sexy football, but there's that impetus to go forward. If we lose it, keep the pressure on at the back. Um, and, you know, that's how we did it against Man United. You know, the first goal, Lewis Cook had no divine right to win that ball. Um, and yeah, honestly, mate, it is, it's a completely polar opposite to what, you know, we had earlier on in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dog is in, um, uh, um, I've got to say congratulations. He's still buzzing with the win yesterday as a Liverpool fan. Well done, mate. Um, I thought that was going to go to penalties, but, uh, look, it's, it's, it's a trophy. Well done. Uh, and it's uh, seeing Klopp out with a with a good start this season. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about the teams later, uh, Doug. So we'll come on to that. Um, Scott just pads in here with the potential changes coming in uh, instead of the profit and sustainability laws. Um, how does that affect Bournemouth? I think it affects us both. In you know, we've we've got to be. Yeah. We saw when we didn't see Sel Tillemans early, you know, a couple of seasons ago, how that impacted us in not being able to spend, which eventually led us to go. I could go get down. on my soapbox here, though, with regards to that sort of situation. Oh, don't, because, don't otherwise we'll be oh, here all day. Let's well, I'll tell on. you what. I'll tell you what. Let me just mention it quickly. If you can penalise Everton, and I know that you know, really. The point should have been deducted for Everton last season, which would have kept Leicester up. You know, if you can penalise Nottingham Forest, I know you don't like Nottingham Forest, but that's beside the point. You have to penalise Manchester City. You have to penalise Chelsea. You have to penalise mm. other teams. Um, because it's not, a, it's not a level playing field at the moment. No, 115 no. charges. It will, be, it will be interesting to see mm. where this leads the FA with, with the Premier League with Manchester City. I think now yeah. that they've picked a team like Everton, who, let's be honest with you, aren't in the top seven teams in the, in the league. Mm-hmm. They are they are almost one of us, if you like. Um, yeah. And if they're going to... So it looks like that six points that they've deducted is going to be the benchmark. And looking at... I was watching Sky earlier. And how could it have been 10 points when you only get nine points deducted if you go out of business? It is a bit silly. So... Yeah. 
I think they went 10 points, knowing that it would be appealed and that they go down to six. If they went to straight in at six, it would appeal if we go down. So six is probably about right. Uh, but I think now if they, they've done Everton, and Everton have accepted it as far as I know, they're about to do Everton again and they're about to do uh, Forest. If they then don't do Manchester City, I think, wow, that, that will, will have something to say to you. But at the end wow, of the day, exactly. we went down because we were not good enough. And mm. that's, the, that's the end of it. I mean, you know, I was, I was listening to the Luton Town Manager earlier and, wow, does he talk a lot of sense? Because obviously he's dropped back, in, back into the bottom three uh, with, that, with Everton getting the points back. And he said, we have never presumed that we would, you know, those that would last. We, we are playing as if we are where we are, which is in the bottom three. Uh, yeah. He says it's about football for us. What we want to do is we'll just do the best we've got on the pitch, and whatever happens off it is beyond our control. He spoke a lot, a lot of sense and, and fair play to him. Whereas so look, I think that... Everton, just you know, on that point, I think Everton when they got those points deducted, they just went into this overdrive that you know they had to get results quickly. Now. I watched them the other day when they played Crystal Palace and I did not think they were very good at all. No. I thought they were poor. Um, so are they really, you know, this might be something that Everton fans might think, good, we've got our points back. But it might actually be a bit of a poison chalice, this, because I don't think, I think there's quite a few of those players in that Everton, Everton dressing room Evington, Everson dressing room. Um, where I grew up in Leicester. <laughs> was it? Is it actually a place? Oh, there we go. Everton, Everton is in Leicester. There yes. we go. But, you know, talking about Everton, I think there's a lot of players that are a little bit unprofessional in that Everton ranks. And Well, you know, we, we will see. We will see. Um, if we get back there next season, we'll worry about it then. But, uh, yeah. but look, last season, we... we, we we weren't good enough. And I mean, I, we, I said on your show earlier, you know, everybody saying, oh, the PSG, the championship, the Manchester City, the championship, you've got a Premier League squad. No, we haven't. If we had a Premier League squad, we would be in the Premier League. We weren't. Mm -hmm. We finished 18th. We didn't do enough. Yes, mistakes were made. Yes, you know, uh, Rogers was getting it wrong at the end. Yes, Rogers should have gone before he did. Yes, yes, yes. But, it's all about how you bounce back, you know. And like we say, yeah. getting Enzo in, which wasn't a plan. Uh, if you'd have given me that at the start of the season, I mean, look, from game number uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I think it is, we've been top, yeah, literally week in, week out. Now, mm. there's no way I would have expected that, and. You know, it, it it's looking good. If we finish up there, look, there's only one place we can go, uh, and that is is down, obviously. But you know, this this is the worrying thing for me because this is our our form um, away form, and as you can see, we're down in six now. Um, I shouldn't worry about that though. So... Just look at it. You know, Southampton leads. You know, okay, Southampton in the last six games. Are three points better off. Leeds are only two points better off. I think you're going to be absolutely fine. I think you're. I think. I think Enzo will be. Will drive you to the title. You know, without a oh. doubt. 
I'd put money like, on like it. Like I said, like I said earlier, and then one Leeds fan went, "Well, that's not ambition, is it?" Uh, second is the aim. We want to finish yeah. second because that means you go up. Anything over the so, you know, yes, we want to win the title. Yes, we want to do it with maximum points. But if we finish second, I don't care because we've got promotion, and that's yeah. that's the main thing. As it says there, I don't know why we've got no wins, no draws, no losses, but nobody else has either. Um, <laughs> but uh, but there we go. And look, yeah, um, that that that's the worrying worrying thing. Uh, and we don't always do. I can remember my last visit to. Uh, I think my last visit to Bournemouth was when we. Uh, oh, and no, I must have been since. But one of my visits was we went to. Was when then Vardy got the penalty that started off his eleven and eleven run. Yes. And I was sat pretty much where I'm sat now. Funnily enough, right behind the goal in the corner. Um, and as he scored, he went past me. And I, because I'm sat in the middle of all these Bournemouth fans, then I got a couple of bouncers sat either side of me and I, because I couldn't celebrate. You know, I had to sit there inside. I'm doing cartwheels, but I could. But we do struggle. You've had some good, good, you know, results against us in recent years. Was that the game that Frano got sent off? I'm sure it was, wasn't it? I'm not sure. You were one nil up. We probably didn't. Deserve yeah, I think the win. I think I think Simon Francis got sent off. I think that game, or was it the season after? I'm trying to think. Um, anybody who knows Bournemouth fans, um, just please do correct me. But I think it was that game. If I'm right in thinking. Um, but yeah, we have had some really, really good games uh, against Leicester. I think, you know, we, we have quite a good track record against Leicester at Dean Court. You know, um, you do. You do. It's... I, I remember I remember the 4-2 win when I think we went down to 10 men. Yeah. Yeah, that was during the COVID period as well, wasn't it? Um, if I'm mm. right, thinking. So, yeah. No, 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 no. We were there. We were there. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we you did... were 4-0 up. Uh, we'd got a player sent yes. off. And we, yeah. we started to come back. And I think you were glad when the final whistle went. But, yeah, you were all over us. You were all over us. We, we but, beat you a couple of times. But in the, the last three the last three times we've played you, um, uh, the season that we, we got relegated, which was obviously was last season, you beat yeah. us at Bournemouth 2-1 with a then um, new young manager. Well, it wasn't even a manager. It was, he, he, you'd just been beaten by Liverpool, and then you went and beat us 2-1. Um, yeah. And then, of course... Um, we lost to you when you came to our place in April and you beat us 1-0. So I'm not feeling overly confident, to be honest with you. We, 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 we're quite a, we've got quite a good track record. So, yeah, I think you should feel all the worried, especially considering Enzo's press conference as well, because um, we're going to go full strength, I think. Well, talking of that... Um, Formation tactics and player threats. Uh, obviously, I haven't yeah. seen anything of Bournemouth this season because you're in a you're in a better division than we are. Um, what formation do you play? What how do you think you'll face the game? You are at home. You just said then you think you'll go strong because let's be honest with you. And as I said earlier, we are both one game off a quarter final of an FA yeah. Cup. And once you get to those games that start having final in the word, it gets a bit exciting. 
it does. We play a four-five-one formation normally with Solanke up there on top, up front on his own. Normally, a player just behind him. Um, traditionally, that used to be Billin. Um, so, but I think you know he's favouring he's favouring others over Billin a little bit more um, these days. Wingers, we're very very quick. So Menyo. Um, played, of course, last time out um, against Manchester City was outstanding. Marcus Tavernier normally on the other side. Um, Ryan Christie, very, very good through the middle. Lewis Cook keeping everything going um, in the centre of mid. Um, so we've got very, it's a strong, strong side that we have got. We have got a very strong side. Um, Justin Clivert could play just behind Solanke, um, or he could play on the left and leave that to Tavernier. It's who knows. The defence normally is unchanged. Now, Adam Smith has to play. Um, you know, Smithy is getting older. And actually, I want to give him a little bit of credit because he came out and he made a point, um, you know, the other, well, the other day after the Man City game, um, when he was speaking to um, Ian Moose Abrahams, and he was talking about you know his happiness in the game, and yeah. he was like, "No, I don't like it sometimes, um, you know, because of the sort of abuse players get." And I think that speaks volumes, you know, because players, managers, um, fans of this football club have been, well, it's not the Bournemouth way. So, you know, Smithy, for one of our seasoned pros to come out and say that deserves a lot of respect, a lot of guts, and all the people that have been bashing the likes of Lloyd Kelly have all gone quiet. But going back to the formation, uh, sorry to actually go a little bit off task there, you know, at the defence, I think, you know, Kirkes will probably play on the left and we'll probably have Senesi and um, Zabania in the middle. Goal-wise, goalkeeper-wise, it's normally Neto, but I think he will make some changes. I think uh, Travers will come in goal. Solanke, I think, will be rested. I think Enis Unal, um, who is a Turkish striker, um, signed from Getafe. Um, he nearly scored against Manchester City with a header. Very, very good header. Um, just a little bit shy of post. I think he'll probably get the nod up front. Um, I can see Justin Clivert starting as well. Um, I'd like to see Lloyd get a chance, you know, um, you know, if he's able to, because I want Lloyd Kelly to stay at the football club. You know, honestly, I do. You know, there's some fans that, and he come under. I don't understand it, Chris. I really don't understand it. And, you know, of course, I watched your stream the other night and there was somebody going on about Dakar um, consistently. Just knock, 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 knock. Yes, he ended up getting banned in the Yeah, end. it's, not, it's be, not because people aren't allowed, and I should just say this, not because yeah. people aren't allowed to have the view, but he came on. He was very much anti-Dakar. And I did yeah. this thing for a guy who was absolutely, uh, it's probably the same guy, who's just come back as another name. Uh, but I, I got rid of Boris, who used to be so pro-Vardy. I think he was bumming him. Um, mm. But, yeah, uh, and I, 
if you if you've got a point of view, great, put it over. And I'd put yeah. it up on the screen that he didn't think Daka played well, and we 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 responded <clears> to it. But then he said it five, six, seven times, and it becomes abuse, really. After yeah, that, and then it's a case of change the record. Yeah, and then I warned him. I said, "Look, one more, you're gone." And I timed him out to give him a little warning. Then he came back and then carried on again with another Dakar thing. And I went, right, you're gone. And he's been banned from the channel. He may well come back as something else. If he wants to waste his time yeah. setting it up, that's up to him. But, yeah, you know, I was annoyed with Dakar. But, you know, let's let's move on. Yeah, completely agree, Chris. And, you know, the thing is, he's... Away days are great. But when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mutt Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You know, Lloyd has gone through those ups and downs, but, you know, I'd like him to start against Leicester Mm. to show what he can do because he's still a quality player. He wouldn't have the teams that are after him, after him, if he wasn't. You know, mm. Eddie wants him. Spurs want him. Um, you know, that says its own story. So, um, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. I think, you know, I think we are going to go strong, but I think mm. we will make a few changes um, just to make it I, up. I think I said to you earlier when I was on your channel that, mm. look, you're not going to go down. And no. respect to Dan is in from Turf Moor House. Hi, Dan. Uh well, we swapped places last season. Looks like we could be swapping places again this season. Um, but, um, you know, and no disrespect to, to Dan, there are worse teams than you in that division. You know, yeah, I think, I think Sheffield United are just imploding. They're, they're fan, you know, when your own players are fighting each other on the pitch, you've got to turn around and go, What the hell is going on here? Wow. Uh, Burnley, I'm sorry, Dan, but I think you're down as well. But I think you may well then come back stronger. Whether it's Luton, whether it's Forest, I know who I'd sooner go down, or, or it's Everton, <laughs> it's to be seen. But I think you've got enough, and there are worse teams. And the problem was last season, there wasn't three worse teams than us. You know, there was only two. Yeah. Um, so I think you're going to be safe. So if you're going to be safe, why not go on a cup run? Yeah, I think, you know... It- it's something, you know, to look forward to. And, you know, like we were saying earlier on, you know, is this a bit of a unwelcome distraction for Leicester now? Because, you know, the priority is getting in to the Premier League. You know, I I do get, you know, it would be amazing for Leicester to reach the final. And, you know, it would be, you know, hey, if you beat us, 
you know, I'm sure that's what everybody will be doing. Um, unless you come up against Maystone United, and then you know the whole world's going to be sporting Maystone, yeah. regardless. Of which case, you know, wouldn't it be funny as anything if Coventry get beat by them tonight? Oh, um, absolutely, absolutely hilarious! Um, come on, Maystone. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, um, he says, Craig, Scott says, Craig, are you a Coventry fan tonight or a Maidstone fan? I think I think everybody's Maidstone. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we don't need, we, whoever Coventry plays, we're their fans for the night. <laughs> you know, they're, they're already, they're still partying after beating you guys. So, they are. You know, that, at the end that, of the day, that open top bus even, is still going around Coventry. It's been doing it for six weeks. <laughs> they haven't <laughs> even thought about Maidstone really yet. Now, yeah. the, the thing is, is the way I can see this happening, though, is us getting through. Because I think we've got the capabilities of getting through, you know, this tie. You know, no disrespect. No disrespect. I think it's going to be very difficult, but I think we can get through. Personally, yeah. no, no, point, no. And I would, I would be very yeah. surprised if you didn't come on back in your team. You know, at the end of the day, yeah. Uh, so, so fair play to you. Um, look, I, I want to before I get into our formation tactics and player um, threats, um, I want to ask you as Enzo has said. Um, not a game to compare City against Premier League opposition. Again, we discussed this earlier. Um, uh, hiya, Matthew, how are you doing? Um, he's saying, have you ha have you got a word in with Paddy tonight? <laughs> I take it he's one of yours. Um, oh, yes. He's no, I've got to say, Matthew, if you're a Bournemouth fan, please spread this around. He is no that's longer. Matt. That's Matt that does the channel. Oh, is it? Oh, it's yeah, yeah, that's oh, Matt. Matt that does the channel. There Matt, we are. Forget Paddy, and I'm going. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a Craig, and I'm going to go off on one now. But forget Paddy, <laughs> because he is. He's got a new nickname now. And please, <laughs> please take this. You remember Mr. Potato Head from you know years and years ago? And if you're Sorry, fans of um, of uh, Mock the Week, uh, this applies now to Craig, Mr. Penis Head. And all you got to do is ask Mrs. Craig and she will tell you all about it. So his new nickname going forward is Mr. Penis Head. Um, anyway, going back to uh, the <laughs> And hello, Matthew. Sorry I didn't recognise you. It's you coming on your, on your own uh, name. Um, it's, basically, what he said is not a game to compare City against Premier League opposition. It could be something very important. We will prepare the game, and this was Enzo in his press conference, in the best way, but they will do the same. It is a special competition. We are trying to prepare the game the best way possible. However, I don't think it's the right thing to do to use Bournemouth as the yardstick of progress because you can't compare. If we win, we are ready for the Premier League. If we lose, we are not ready. Uh, that's completely wrong. Next season, both teams could have different squads. It is very true, but I honestly, to me, I'm sorry. I think he's just saying that just to to to, to sort of hide hide the fact that it is. To me, we lost to Liverpool at Anfield earlier in the season in the Coca-Cola Cup, and if we lose this, yeah, I'm not going to cry. And I said at the start of the season, if we go out early on in the FA and early on in the Coca-Cola, I wouldn't be bothered. Um, however. 
now we're one game off the quarterfinals. I want to go all the way. You know, <laughs> I know we want to win any game, any game anyway. Uh, so to me, and no disrespect to Bournemouth, I said this to you on your channel earlier. No disrespect to Bournemouth, but if we we lost to Liverpool three one, Caribou Cup away from home. Uh, their second goal was a worldy, fantastic goal. The third in off the post. So we didn't lose disgracefully. But if we were in the Premier League, we probably would expect to go to Anfield and lose. You know, that's one of those yeah. games. And I'm not saying we should automatically go to, to Vitality and win. No way, because as you see, we, we, we've not had a good record against you there. But it's a team that on paper we think we, we, we should really be looking at coming away with something. Just as you would look at it and go, let's do a promoted side that, you know, we should look at um, getting something from them. So, yes, this is very much a game that I think we'll see how far we've come. You watched the game, I believe, against Leeds the other night. You were in the chat yeah. and you watched the game. Obviously, I've not, I've not really seen what well, I've seen. I've seen one Premier League game all season. That was Arsenal Spurs. Having you having seen that game, and yes, we lost three one, but in that second half, we we literally we were it was our own debt. We caused our own yeah. downfall. You know, they put the chances away. We didn't. How do you think on that performance of the, the whole ninety minutes, Leicester would um, do in the Premier League if they got promoted with that squad? I've seen you a couple of times, to be honest, this season. Oh, um, you're a little sneaky Leicester fan, yeah, aren't you? Well, you know, at the end of the... <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks matt thanks um but yeah personally i think hang I, on i want i want to i want to cut that so i can clip that <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> i was just doing penis head <laughs> what, the, what happens to this show it just goes this, down i don't know if that is being <laughs> serious or he's just taking the piss <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> um, but where was we? <laughs> so yeah, talking about Leicester in the Premier League, you've seen us a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I think you should never really got relegated. To be honest, I think you know the quality was there. I think the basis was there. But we did speak earlier on about how many players were sold, but. Mm players were sold because they were surplus to requirements or they were bloody lazy at the end of last season. Um, and I think, you know, what Enzo has done is he's brought in some real, real quality to bolster up the team. Um, so Harry Winks, for example, yeah. is a player who I have always admired you know, I've, I think mm. he's an excellent player. I think, you know, uh, Spurs, he was just, well, I think he was doing his bloody head in there. Um, so, personally, I think he is such a good acquisition. Uh, Mavadiri, I think, you know, again, um, a very, very good acquisition, young player. So, yeah. there's a lot of very, very good signings. And I think, don't get me wrong, I don't think Leicester's going to come up into the Premier League this this time around and go and win the thing. No. But, <laughs> well, you never know. Dream, it? Um, but I think you should be able to be safe, you know, mm. around 14th, 15th, you know, where we would be aiming for, 
I think yeah. Leicester are more than capable. But then again, you've got to also look at how are you going to adapt when it goes wrong? Because mm. that, you know, um, is where Burnley have gone wrong. Is Burnley, yeah. were, what happened was they got rid of the Dyche football. And Vincent Company did an absolutely outstanding job yeah. getting that team back into the Premier League because financially they weren't really up to it. Um, secondly, he had to make a lot of changes, picking up players from here, there and everywhere. Lost a lot of season pros. Um, to be honest, I think that, you know, he did an absolutely outstanding job. But he's gone into the Premier League, played the same way, which is the style that I was concerned we was playing under Iriola earlier on in the season. Yeah, we've got a slightly better players than, and a bit more experience than Burnley have. Or the Burnley team have, um, because of course there were so many changes. But I don't feel that Vincent Company is adapted. I think he takes that team down, he stays mm. on as manager, he'll get them straight back up. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a that long term process. So I've got to say as well, I've got to say a big thank you to Burnley because mm. if if they were tearing up the Premier League this season, then everybody would be going, oh, Leicester are going to do that. Oh, we're going to do a Burnley. And they'd be saying that this season, oh, we're doing the Burnley. And, in you know, we, we're probably better at this stage, or we certainly had a better start than Burnley did. Burnley took longer to get going. But I, I am looking at Burnley and saying, mm, be careful. You know, look at Burnley yeah. last season, ran away with it, and look what's happening now. The mm. thing that I'm, I'm really impressed with, that this is, Apart from 12, say, 12 games at Palmer, this is Enzo's first managerial job. So he's yeah. learning as well. So he's going to make mistakes. And yes, I come off a game that we lost and he's not done the right subs or whatever, in my eyes. You know, obviously, mm. he, 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 it's his job at the end of the day. And we criticise him. But when we calm down and take him off the blue-tinted spectacles, we look at it and we have to say that, um, you know, he is still learning. He will get things wrong. And if he's doing, if he's playing like this now when he's learning, what's he going to be like when he's got his act together? It is, yeah, it is very scary. Now, Scott has just asked uh, if Cody wasn't an Enzo, if Cody wasn't an Enzo signing, why does Enzo get credit for Winks? Or if there were both Enzo signings, why is only one getting regular minutes? Well, there were both Enzo signings, but that was before. Uh, and I thought you would have maybe have known this guy, but that was before um, Vestergaard was changed into the man mounting at the back. We never expected Vestergaard to be that good. Uh, and I've got to say, you know, I, I, I like Vestergaard. I think he, he's proved a lot of critics wrong. He won't do it. We saw against Leeds, his speed, he can't run. You know, he runs back. He's like he's running through bloody mud, to be honest with you. So... Cody may come into his own next season. And Nate, I'm sorry to shoot you down, mate. <laughs> I didn't do this on purpose. He said, I can't see Enzo putting a weakened side out. Now, earlier on in, in his press conference, uh, Enzo Maresca said, we are going to make 9, 10, 11 changes. We have more players who deserve their chance. We don't need to prove anything in terms of we lost the other day. We need to make our best. We go strong, we make 11 changes, and we go strong. 
I don't think. I mean, you've got to take into account. Obviously, English isn't his first uh, his first language. But I don't think he's going to make eleven changes. But for this game, we are going to see changes. Um, we know that um, the goalkeeper will change because Starachik always plays in these games. Um, uh, it, it, it does what Danny Ward used to do for us, and he's done well. Um, but looking at the team that, that went to get Leeds, he needs to... I mean, when you look at our bench, and you said this earlier, Craig, our bench is probably better than sort of Rotherham's first team. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I think, think I think I think the the, the under tens are better than Rotherham's first team. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, agree with you what you say there, uh, Nate. Uh, best God has been pretty good for us. It's a case of just getting in, isn't it? Uh, I didn't say he said that. I know that's why I apologise for uh, for shooting you down like I did. Um, but I can see we will go three. It's almost like a three-three-three-one, if you like. I know that sounds odd, but it's four at the back, but the right back, whether that's Pierre or Chowdhury, go into midfield. Um yeah. when we're attacking and drop back to a four when we're defending. Um and then we have two in front of that, then the three with the two wingers in the central midfield and one up front. Now Justin, I think, will be rested, and I think Doyle will come in. Uh Again, not a bad player. Not a bad player at all. Vestergaard will, I think, be rested. Well, he can't play. He's banned. Sorry. <laughs> I think he'll be rested. He has to be rested because we've got a yellow card. So I think we will see... I think we'll see Cody and Nelson. I think Vestergaard and Faze will be rested. Mm-hmm. And I think Cody and Nelson, the youngster who's now fit again after being injured, will come in. Who is a Vestergaard double, to be honest. Yeah. He's really tall. Uh, he's come through the youth system. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Chowdhury or Ricardo on the right? He may go with Ricardo again. Um, I think Winks, I have a feeling Winks may start. I really do. I, th- I think Winks is undroppable. My only worry is that, I said to you earlier, we've played Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. You've got to give these players a rest. And Winks is that Joracel bunny. He's all over the bloody place, to his yeah. credit. Um, oh, or do uh, will Chowdhury start again? We may see um, Eunice, who is a who's a, on loan, but he, he's good, but he hasn't got his chance because of Dennis Pratt. You know, we had Indeedy who's injured, so he can't play. Uh, we had Cashaday who's gone back to Chelsea. Um, well, has the squad been announced already? Highfields. Highfields is saying Winks not in the squad. Has he been signed or has he been as in squad? I don't think the squad's announced this far in advance, is it? If you do, I think you may have a crystal ball because it's normally announced just on just before the day. I don't think he's announced just before the match, sorry, this far in advance. Um, but Pratt has come in and he's taken his chance. He stayed injury free, which is something he's not been able to do. Um Mavadidi, Fatuu, one of those will be dropped, and I think uh, Maketeer will will start. And then I think Cannon. Um, oh, okay, Highfield. Sorry, you, you've read that. I don't know. I'm, I mean, it's all with a pinch of salt. He said eleven changes. I don't think there's going to be eleven changes. But I think Cannon will start up front. Um, I've got to say, I was thinking like, why have we bought Cannon? Because he was on loan at Preston from Everton last season. 
Uh, Everton fans can't believe that they sold him to us, but he was injured when we bought him. Um, and it's like, why have we bought an injured player? Came in and he scored about five goals in seven games. Um, so <laughs> I would very happily start Cannon. Vardy's injured, and that's my worry with Vardy now. He get you know he's pulled a muscle and he's out for two or three weeks. He's coming to the end. Uh, but then again, we've got Ian Acho, and he's a bit of an FA Cup king, is Ian Acho. So it could be Ian Acho on the subs bench and Cannon to start. Um, that still would not be a bad team, Craig. No, it's not a bad team. And I think there's so much quality in the Leicester side. I think, you know, Enzo is going to mix it up because... You know, the priority for Enzo has to be to get back in the Premier League. That yeah. has to be the priority, number one priority. I don't think you're going to have any problems doing that. You know, I think... Every, don't read too much into what all the Leeds fans say. They're not going to they're, they're not gonna win it. Um, and you can have a good old laugh at them when they don't. Um, you know, I think... Do you know what? It'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? If it's Ipswich, they do follow you up. I'd love to see Ipswich come up. I want their manager, McKenna, is it? Their manager, yeah. I believe. Yep. He was my one of my top two choices to come to Leicester before I knew we were getting Enzo. And I think I have been proven right with how well Ipswich have done this Just, season. But look, mind, Kiefer Moore is there. And Kiefer, mm. I think... You know, don't get me wrong, he's not a Premier League forward. He's too slow to play in the Premier League. But in the right side, which it looks like Ipswich are, you mm. get the ball onto his head, he's lethal. And I think Ipswich are going to come very, very close. Um, you know, of course, Southampton, we've got, you know, investment in there that we loaned Rothwell, um, and loaned David Brooks. I don't understand that. Really don't understand why mm. we let Brooks go because I really like David Brooks. You know, I, I personally, the only reason why I can imagine. Oh. Can I just let... say, just to interrupt, it's currently 14 minutes played, Coventry City 2, Maystone United 0. Do you know what? It's so disappointing, isn't it? You know, that everybody's, everybody was just, you know, when you said Coventry City, you thought, come on, come on, come on. It's like you're expecting Margot Robbie to walk through the door. And <laughs> instead, you know, it's, um, what's it called? From EastEnders, you know. He's just like, oh, a bit shit really, wasn't it, in the end? It was. If you stuck with it, an Emmerdale story. Yeah, I should have stuck with, I should, I should with Emmerdale, but I don't really know any of the characters. Margot Robbie and a cow. Let's say <laughs> <laughs> Betsy the cow walked through. All I will say is, I would understand if you had your hand up, Margot Robbie, but let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, do you know what? This show should come with an 18 rating, shouldn't it? Really? I used to have, I did used to have an 18 certificate thing for the corner. Um, but, um, especially when I'm on, well, n indeed, indeed, it definitely when you're on. Um, but look, uh, also, sorry, also, uh, West Hammer 2 0 up against Brentford. Um, that so that helps you, um, yep. on that one. 
Uh, but look, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Matthew says, Paddy, Paddy, Paddy. Um, <laughs> oh, apparently, apparently, Vestergaard is, uh, is available for tomorrow because it's um, only it doesn't carry across uh, competitions. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll bow to your, to your quote from Leicestershire Live. I'd read somewhere that he, he was banned for it. So I don't know, but I, I'm not going to argue because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, so let's get on to this next bit here, which is uh, score predictions. Um, it's Emmerdale versus um, uh, Coronation Street. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who are you from Coronation Street? Who have you been compared to? Uh, well, I, I probably Ken. Roy Cropper. <laughs> I'm that old. <laughs> I'm very dare you, sir. I'm very dare you. We got Ricky. We got Ricky Gervais sat in the background as well. What's the dance? <laughs> oh, don't clip that. Don't clip that. That's absolutely horrendous. Would I? Would I? We discussed this earlier. Oh. Everybody get it in, in, in the chat as well. Um, your score prediction, sir. I'm going to go with a 2-1 win to Bournemouth. You know, I'm always going to go with my own side. Um, it's not going to be easy. It's mm. going to be difficult. It's not going to be a walk in the park like the last round was, because let's be frank, um, unfortunately, for our friend, Frank? Frank, talk to you. Frank. Said, Let's be Frank. I said, Who's Frank? No, I was gonna Thank say, <laughs> um, I was gonna say, you know, it's um, Swansea were shit, mm. Swansea were terrible in the last rounds, and of course, you played them a week after and you know, annihilated them as well. Um, this is gonna be a tough game going to be a tough game um i think probably going to be one all at half time but neither side is going to benefit from having a replay neither side is going to benefit from having a replay and i've we're both going to want it done on the night one way or another um and that's why i think we'll push forward and get that win yeah nate is just asking um does it go to a replay or is there penalties? I think it goes to a replay. Yeah, it uh, should do, now. Yeah. Unless they've messed around with the rules, um, which, you know, I wouldn't put past them, to be honest, because they no. seem to be... Um, you've heard the blue card thing, haven't you? From yes, 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 yes. It's the most God ridiculous, stupid thing going. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Matt says there, do I have a carry bag like uh, Roy Cropper? Uh, I don't, but the interesting thing is Roy Cropper does come from Leicester. Well, there we go. That's, <laughs> there we go. You, it, it's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's like we'd written this and we'd actually rehearsed it. Do you know what? Um, I'll buy you an exact sort of carrier bag as well, Chris. You're all right. You don't have to, mate. To be honest, it's going to cost me. What do you think this is? You know, no, well, not... if you do that, as long as you don't mind me bringing a cow around your house. <laughs> <laughs> the cow's probably worth more than the carrier bag. No, this the is carrier... true. This is true. And stop calling your missus a cow. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God's sake. Oh, I've, I've created so many clips for this. This is unbelievable. Right. Okay. So uh, Matthew's gone 2 1, 3 uh, 1, sorry, to Bournemouth. Um, 
like I say, if we get knocked out, I'm not going to cry because promotion is the aim. Yeah. And look, at the end of the day, if we get knocked out against Bournemouth, you know, we'll turn around and say, yeah, well, it was a changed squad. Uh, and at the end of the day, you are a Premier League team and you are at home. So your favourites going into this, you have to be. Um, I didn't realise that there's only seven places between us. I'm not surprised by that because you're top of no. the league. In Coventry, between Coventry <laughs> and Maidstone, there's 95. Um, yeah. Bournemouth and Leicester, there's seven places between us. Now, uh, I'd like to win. I really would like to win now. Nate's gone. Uh, Nate's gone 2-1 to Leicester. Uh, Ronald says we hope we sneak a one-nil victory. I think I think you're going to score. I said earlier I think I wouldn't be surprised if you win, because at the moment the way you know we've just come off the back of two losses. So I thought Leeds we let it slip when we had a point to prove having just lost to Middlesbrough. Um, I don't know. I, I can see it being a draw and it coming back to the King Power. If I'm honest with you. Now that's not going to do either of us any favors, so it isn't. It isn't. But look, it's like being in Europe. You're going to have the, you're going to have this problem when we're both in Europe. Yeah. Mate. So now, Chris Sutton, and actually, I'm going to change my mind now. I'm going to oh, go for a Leicester go. win. I'm going to go for a Leicester win because Chris Sutton has gone for a two-one Bournemouth win. So I'm going to go. Hell, Chris Sutton's gone yeah. in our favor. I remember yeah. the time when we was coming back from Liverpool. And here we are. This is a story. We've just been beaten 9-0 by Liverpool at Anfield. And I speak to Chris Sutton and Robbie Savage when I said, he has to go. Scott the bin man Parker has to go. Throwing his own team, his own youngsters under the bus. And Chris Sutton said, oh, you can't say that. You know, at the end of the day, look at where he got you from and all this. I said, well, no. At the end of the day. And Robbie Savage was like, no, I think he's right. Thank you, Robbie Savage. Yeah, Who knew yeah. that Robbie Savage would be the oracle of football knowledge? Exactly, exactly. There's a great thing on, on YouTube, if you listen to it. After we won the Premier League, on the, it was the last call of that season that they took on 606, mm. and there was a Spurs fan ringing up saying that they were a better team than Leicester. And he absolutely, um, absolutely um, ripped, ripped him apart. But... Chris Sutton may have backed you, but he's up against the Kaiser Chiefs bassist and Leeds fan, Simon Ricks. He has gone for 2-1 as well, unfortunately, mm. but he's actually gone for Leicester to beat you 2-1. And that's a Leeds fan. Are you sure he's not pretending to be Serge for a day? Kasabian. <laughs> don't, don't you dare knock. Don't you dare knock... Uh, uh, Kasabian. Uh, oh, I've seen Search in real life. He's actually a really, really nice bloke. He is. Really nice he bloke. is indeed. Yeah. Right. Um, going to ask you this for the away fans that that are coming down. Uh, what? Are, I mean, I'm all right. I've got to be honest with you. I mean, I know <laughs> I know all the pubs, so I'm all right. They say anything? I said, look, I live in Paul. You know, mate. Uh, parking. I don't have to worry about parking because I'm parking on my ex boss's uh, 
front uh, front garden, and she only lives five <laughs> minutes walk away. <laughs> the only reason I keep in no. Hello, Tracy, if you're watching, I keep in touch with you because I love you and you're a great boss uh, when you were my boss. Uh, but she also has a very very handy front drive. So uh, I will be I will be making use of her front entrance. It has to be said. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I say she literally you can see the ground from her house. So I'm all right with the parking. What is parking like for away fans? Um <laughs> parking's pretty shit for home fans, let's be honest. <laughs> well, if you want to be stuck in the car park for about three hours after the game. Do go and park in the Dean Court car park. Um, to be honest, it is very, very cheap. It is very cheap, quite cost effective. The best place to park, and dare I say it, on the roads around the uh, Kings Park Golf Club, um, in the golf club uh, car park as well, seems to be quite a popular place. Um, you know, it is limited parking if you get there early enough. And in fact, the golf club you know, bar is quite nice as well. You know, I could suggest, you know, the con club that we go to. Um, but, you know, um, that is just down, um, just down the road as well. So there's lots of, lots of bars really, but I would say for car parking, I'd say aim for Kings Park Golf Club. Um, there is a nice little bar there as well you know, that's just upstairs, um, fairly cheap. And, you know, the, if you can't park in the car park, there's loads of road car parking as well. I do. Wherever you park, and I'm saying this from personal experience, wherever you park, expect it to take an hour just to get out of the sort of vicinity. To be honest, though, the, the golf club isn't bad to actually get out of. You know, once you get through all the like the little side roads by Charminster, you can get straight onto the dual carriageway and back down. Uh, uh, towards, I, have, I have to ask them. because the pub that I used to go to when I was in my Leicester regalia uh, as an away fan was the Mellow Bar in Boscombe. Is that still <laughs> going? Do you know? I'm not sure, actually. I'm not sure. You know, I, I'm, I'm not sure. To be honest, I've, I don't really ever go out in Boscombe. I don't blame you, really. No, um, I don't ever go. I, to be fair, I just, you know, I just really use the two bars to go to football. Um, you know, I would say there is a nice little um, bar, you know, that is just round the corner, but it is home fans only. Um, mm. So that's not going to be any good. But Well, according to the, looking at, um, it's quite exactly the Mellow Mellow Bar. It's in Boscombe, Christchurch Road in Boscombe. Uh, which is about what a fifteen-minute walk away from the ground. Yeah, not far. It's it's not far at all. Not far. It's no. not I mean, far. Really, you should be called um, AFC Boscombe, shouldn't you? Really, but um, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Well, Pokestown, there's a there's a pub called Bell Inn, which isn't too bad. Yeah, you might see Brendan in there. Oh, that's Bell End, isn't it? it is uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I did see this that. The 10 worst places to live in Dorset have been revealed. Um, Paul was number 10. There we go. And this is taking into account the town centres and everything. Bournemouth, I think, was number four or five. You know what number one was, don't you? Boscombe. Yes, it was. Always. Do you know what? There I mean, is a great... Sorry, sorry, I've got to say, Boscombe is higher, is worse, it says, according to that, than Turlin Moor. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> living in a caravan is better than living in Turlin Moor. I tell you what, one one channel, you know, once you finish watching this video, it's not going to take you very long. Um, before you uh, hit the subscribe on my channel, but, you know, don't watch it yet. Go to a, vi a channel called Turd's Towns. And they actually. Yeah, that's the one. No, that's Turd the one. Towns is brilliant. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. It it's just the... some bloke from the middle of Somerset who's yeah. just going round, taking the piss out of everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, that, that was it was a report on Turd's Towns website. Turd Towns. Uh, no, Turley Moore. And I'm sorry, it, it, you know, it makes Sangat look like a Holiday Inn. That's not <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it does, doesn't it? I'm sorry, it does. <laughs> but look, um, I'm going to, well, we always leave with this, which is uh, foot in both camps. Uh, nobody else could I pick apart from this young man. Oh, he's uh, a legend. Absolutely. We hate him. No, you he's a legend. Him. No, he's an absolute legend at this football club. You know, that goal that he scored against Ipswich, outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Um, the man, you know, I cannot speak highly enough of. So, yeah. Jan Kermigan, yeah. I was actually reading something on uh, online, which wasn't wasn't porn. And uh, <laughs> 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 we were interviewing him. <laughs> I was in the chat room, by the way, and uh, oh, it's and, getting even worse now. <laughs> chat room, oh Jesus! And, and do do give my best to you, good lady. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, was, it was nice to talk to her. <laughs> no, it wasn't, wasn't in the chat room. What, what was it? What was the thing that somebody turned around and told me about chat chat? Chat you bait or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, no idea. It's but it supposed to be something rude. I was actually reading an interview on Young Kermigat. He was he was he'd been interviewed and he said yeah. that that penalty that he took for Leicester would haunt him for the rest of his life. He said, no matter how many goals I've scored since, that's the goal. That's all. That's the the, the 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 thing that I will be remembered for most. It's every interview I do, they ask me about that. And he said, look, I'd come over from France. It was a strange country. I probably felt I was actually better than I was at that point. I was young. He went for it. And let's be honest with you, had it gone in, we would he would have been a hero. You know, and he, he said he wasn't the only one that missed. And no, Martin Waggon missed as well, but he hit the hit the crossbar. But at least he meant for it. Unfortunately, if you're gonna do something like that, make sure it comes off. It didn't for yes. Jan. We hate him forever. And um, oh come on, Paul Yan. Yan's a lovely man. Yan the man. <laughs> Yan Yan is a lovely I'm man. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. And like I say, had he come, had he pulled that off, we'd have been saying, "What what a brilliant!" You know what I mean? It's that. Yeah. That's the the thin lines on football. You know, it, it, a penalty hits the post and comes out, or the penalty hits the post and goes in. It, it's thin lines uh, in football. Unfortunately, it didn't come off for him, but I know he did do well. But as soon as you got promoted, you, you dropped him, didn't you? Um, yeah, we did, to be honest. I don't think he got as much time. And to, to be honest, this is one thing that really irks me. You know, Jan got a little bit of time, but Brett Pittman, you know, why he never got any time in the Premier League? You know, 
I would have loved for these two players to have had a bit more of a chance. Mm. You know, don't get me wrong. I don't think they were up to level. But at the same time, you know, they were so instrumental in our story that Brett, you know, he would have scored at all four levels. Mm. You know, he would have scored at all four levels because no doubt he would have got a goal in the Premier League. Um yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a shame that we did drop him like that. And everybody says that Eddie is a loyal man. Um, in a way, I wish I, he was a little bit loyal at that point. It is what it is. We don't like him. Yeah. You do. There we go. Oh, he's a legend. Uh, legend. Craig, thank you so very much for coming on. You were providing me with a few laughs and lots of clips for. Uh, do you know what? Always... And can I just say, so if you do want to follow us on TikTok, which is where we do put the little clips of things that go wrong and things that we say that we shouldn't normally say, do do scan the QR code in the bottom corner there, and you can also follow us on Bloody Instagram. Yeah. Can, you, can you imagine if I started that? You know, my account would be banned. Oh, sorry, it already was on TikTok. No, I have got That's permission off TikTok. I've said, look, I'm having Mr. Penis Head coming on. Is it okay? <laughs> and they went, yeah, go for it. So, but Craig, so thank you so very much for coming on tonight, <laughs> That's mate. All right, mate. I do always. hope, I do hope that we stuff you tomorrow, but I don't, I don't think we will. Um, hopefully, I might even see you at the ground. I don't know where you're yes. sitting. Yes. Yeah, Ted Shed, as always. As always. Which is that, sorry? That's that's a temporary stand, of course. Oh, of course. are you in the same end as we are? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. So I may well see you then. Give yeah. me a wave. Yes. Come up I and shall hit me do. on the head with a copy of the sun and say, <laughs> you want this? I want my five pounds. <laughs> Ask your mom and dad, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Your link is in the chat below. We're going to be back at nine o'clock with an EFL Championship Roundup show. Hope to see you then. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Leeds game again. Um, but until then, all I've got to say is my thanks to Craig, my thanks to everybody that's uh, been watching. And if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, thank you very much. But in the meantime, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. Up the cherries. No, no, no. Do you oh, here we go. I've ruined it now, haven't I? You have. You have. I thought you would know. Oh, yeah, I do know the two Ronnies, but I just decided I was going to ruin it. Sorry, mate. You'd, well, you ruined my life, mate. From me <laughs> to you, to you, to me. Suits you, sir. Oh, no, it's, it's in. <laughs> no, now it's uh, to me, to me, to me, to me. To me. To... I will <laughs> see you. <laughs> Take care, mate. All the best. See you later, guys. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die. Independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.